Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And good evening, everybody. Joe Beningo back with you again for the Oh, the Pain podcast for Christmas Eve. How about that? 2021. Uh, Santa on his way. No truth to the rumor that Santa tested positive for COVID-19. So he's good to go, and he is out there, and he will be making all the stops all over the world tonight. And, of course, the Joe Beningo Oda Payne podcast brought to you by Natural Body, by Hackensack Brewing Company, by Beach Camera, and by Anita Tires. We will get to my NFL picks for Week 16. I am red hot. I am unconscious. I am 14-1 and over the last three weeks that I've been doing this now. On a Friday, I mean, that is like almost impossible to do against the spread. And uh, we'll try to keep it going with uh, five more picks this week. Uh, we'll also uh, uh, look at the uh, local games. The Giants, of course, playing the Eagles in Philadelphia. God knows who's starting the quarterback. Mike Glennon, uh, maybe Jared Goff. Uh, we'll see how that plays out, whatever. But uh, uh, did I say Jared Goff? They wish they had Jared Goff. Uh, Jake Fromm is who I mean. I always get them confused by for some reason. Jared Goff, of course, the quarterback out of the Detroit Lions. But it'll either be Glennon or um, Jake Fromm starting this game. I would start Fromm. Why not? What are the Giants got to lose at this point? But we'll get to that. The Jets, of course. Everybody and their brother. I think even Woody Johnson has tested positive for COVID-19 for the Jets. Uh, Robert Sala, I doubt his coaching. That might be good. You know, let Robert sit back and take a week off and watch Ron Middleton coach. Maybe they'll be better off. Uh, we'll talk about the Jets who play the Jaguars in the, uh, we'll call this game the Toilet Bowl on uh, on Sunday at uh, MetLife Stadium. So we'll get to all the picks in just a couple minutes. You know, first, I, I have to I have to have some thoughts on this, uh, on, on everything going on with the, with the COVID-19. I mean, my feeling is this, really. We're talking about young, young athletes who are in shape. These are young guys, mostly in their 20s, you know, some, you know, some in their 30s. Obviously, Tom Brady's 45, whatever he is. But we're talking about young guys that are in excellent uh, physical condition. Uh, you know, to me, and I've said this before, I'll say it again. If they are not sick, they should be playing. As far as I know, Nobody, as far as I know, no no NFL player, no NBA player, no hockey, NHL player, whatever, has passed away from COVID-19. Uh, not one. And they test these guys, what, three, four times or whatever it is, you know, one day they're positive, one day they're not, whatever. If the guy's sick, he shouldn't play. If he's not sick and he has no symptoms, whether he tested positive or not, he should be playing. I mean, to me, it's absolutely absurd. And, and we see some of these games – Look at what's going on, uh, what went on with the uh, WFT on Tuesday night in that loss to Philadelphia. They signed this guy Gilbert off the Patriot practice squad three days before because they got no quarterback to play in the game. And I guess the same thing is happening with the Saints this week uh, with Taysom Hill out. I guess Trevor Simeon has tested positive, and it's going to be Ian Book, the former Notre Dame quarterback, 
is going to be playing quarterback this week for the Saints on Monday night in a huge game for them against the Dolphins in a huge game for Miami. It's unbelievable. It really is. Ian Book, I guess Brady Quinn wasn't available. I mean, it's just, it's insanity. Uh, you know, whatever you want to say about it. Uh, you know, I don't want to get political and all this, but to me, that's the way I see it. If you're sick, don't play. If you're not sick, you should be playing. Uh, you know, what, what else can I say? That's just my feelings on what's going on right now with all the craziness uh, with the uh, with the COVID-19, Omicron. You know, look, this, this thing is going to be with us forever. And I think we have to start learning how do we live with this because this virus is going to be around, you know, it's going to be like the flu. It's going to be like the common cold. It's going to be around for the rest of our lives. Okay, that's, I don't want to get too much into that. But uh, it is Christmas Eve. We want to be in a happy, festive mood. So we're going to try to continue with that theme. Let me take a little sip of coffee if anybody doesn't mind. My wife makes tremendous coffee, by the way. Here we go. Well, that's good. Uh, Maxwell House is the core. Maybe they'll get, maybe they'll sponsor me too. They probably should, but whatever. All right. Here we go for Christmas Eve, my NFL picks for week 16. We still got three weeks to go. Terrific game last night with the Tennessee Titans winning a bullet kick and a field goal with four seconds to go. And they win this game. They were down 10 nothing early against San Francisco. Big play in this game early was Jimmy Garoppolo being intercepted in the end zone by the Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins. Huge play. It looked like the Niners were going to go up 14 early in the game. But Tennessee, without Derrick Henry, came back, wins the game 20-17. to They're now sitting there at 10 up and 5 down, leading the AFC uh, South, and they can wrap the division up. Tennessee can clinch the division if Indianapolis loses on uh, Christmas night to the um, Arizona Cardinals. So we'll see uh, if that plays out or not. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see. But uh, nevertheless, the um, Tennessee with a big win last night, knocking off the uh, San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco has been red hot. And they're sitting there right now in a uh, in a playoff spot as well, as they're up uh, still even with the loss, still sitting <clears throat> in a playoff position at eight up and seven down for the season. All right, Joe Beningo with the Older Pain Podcast. As my wife tries to straighten out a couple glitches, I don't know these things pop up on these screens. It's crazy. I don't, have, you know, we all know my technological uh, illiteracy is legendary. So thank God, for, thank God for my wife. You know. Thank God that she's over here doing what she's doing. It's unbelievable. But anyway, week 16, my NFL picks, I 14 and one over the last three weeks. That is just ridiculous. I mean, I, you know, but we're going to try to remain red hot. So here we go. Uh, we will start with the one of the games on Christmas Day. I'm taking the Green Bay Packers. Now, Green Bay is a seven and a half point favorite at home against the reeling Cleveland Browns. I had some some thoughts about maybe staying away from this game only because Green Bay has already clinched the division. You know, with their win last week over the Ravens, they clinched the NFC North. They're up sitting there. They got the best record right now in the NFL at 11 up and three down. Uh, but look, you know Aaron Rodgers and company, you know they want that number one seed. Even if it's just not for the home field, but the fact that you're going to get that week off and you're going to be the only team you know, in your conference that gets that week off, seven and a half is not insurmountable. Look, Cleveland is all banged up. I mean, they really are. They lost a tough game uh, on, uh, what was that, Monday night with the way these games are bouncing all over the place. 
They lost a tough game on Monday night to the to the Vegas Raiders. They're sitting there at seven and seven right now, uh, hanging on at the fringes of the playoff race in the AFC. They need this game desperately, but I just don't see it. I don't see it. Whether Mayfield plays, whether all their guys are back from you know COVID nineteen, whether Kevin Stefanski's there coaching, I don't really think it matters. I think Cleveland's in big trouble. I think Green Bay is just the far superior team. You're laying seven and a half. It's at home. It's in Green Bay. The Packers are still playing, obviously, for that number one seed. You know they want that. You know how much Rodgers wants to get back to that Super Bowl. You know, I mean, he's had a lot of brutal losses in the playoffs. We know that. But I got to go Green Bay here. I I just can't see Cleveland. I cannot buy the Cleveland Browns. You know, Nick Mullins played a solid game for them. They almost pulled that game out against the Raiders. Uh, last Monday night, <clears throat> but I, I just don't see it. Not here, not against this Packer team <clears throat> in Lambeau on what should be a festive evening on a Christmas night. We'll see if there's a little snow in there too. Uh, that would really make it a lot of fun anyway, but give me the Packers laying seven and a half, the early game on uh, Christmas Saturday uh, against the Cleveland Browns. So that's game one, Green Bay laying the seven and a half at home, game one. Game two, I went against them last week. I'm going against this team again, and that's the Giants. Uh, and this is more of a pick. And Philadelphia is playing well. Big win over the WFT on Tuesday night. They really look good. Jalen Hurts looked terrific. They ran the football right down the throats all night of, of Washington. The defense played well. Uh, the whole deal. They were down 10 nothing early. They turned it over a couple times, but then righted the ship and came back and won the game by 10. The Eagles are 10-point favorites at home at, uh, at at Lincoln Financial. Look, the Giants stink. I mean, you could make a case right now that the Giants are the worst team in the NFL, worse than the Jets, worse than the Jaguars, worse than the Houston Texans, worse than the Detroit Lions. They might be the worst team right now in the league, even though their record doesn't say that. They're still 4-10. and 10. I don't know who's going to be the quarterback. Mike Lennon, Jake Fromm, it really doesn't matter. The Eagles right now are making a big run, uh, you know, at the playoff spot. They're back to 500. They're seven and seven. Uh, they're right there in the mix for that final playoff spot right now in the NFC. And then with the Niners losing and coming back to eight and seven, you know, who knows? Maybe you can even get up uh, to that second wild card spot in the NFC. Like I said, Hertz looks really good right now. They're running the ball well. Their defense is playing great. And remember, the Giants beat somehow beat the Eagles a few weeks ago at MetLife Stadium in a game where really the Eagles handed it to the Giants. I mean, let's talk, let's let's be honest about it. It was a game with it where Philadelphia turned it over three or four times. Hertz had a couple picks in the red zone. And then remember with the Giants leading 13-7 in the closing seconds, Hertz hit Rieger at the goal line at the one yard line and he dropped the ball. The Eagles would have had first and goal with about 20 seconds left to win that football game as bad as they played. That's not going to happen this time. I think they're going to blow the Giants out. You know, I don't love 10 points, but I just don't think the Giants are any good. They can't score. I mean, you know, what, what you know, what's what's the odds on the Giants even putting the ball in the end zone in this game? So give me the Eagles laying the 10 against the right now woe-begone New York football Giants in Philadelphia. That's game two. Game three, I love this team. I love them. They covered for me last week, uh, and I'm taking them here, even though they've lost three straight, and that's the Baltimore Ravens getting three in Cincinnati against the Bengals. They're tied right now for the division lead. Both teams are sitting there at eight and six 
Remember, the Steelers are right behind them at 7-6-1. and one. You got the Browns right behind that at 7-7. Seven and seven. Right now, Baltimore would be out of the playoff mix. <clears throat> As I mentioned, they lost three games in a row. But let's examine the three straight losses Baltimore has. They lost by a point to the Pittsburgh Steelers in a game where John Harbaugh went for the two-point conversion at the end to try to win the game. Good call going for two. Terrible play call there. So they lost that game by a point. They lost the following week, following week to the Cleveland Browns, 24-22, a game where Cleveland led 24-3 at one point in the game. The Ravens came all the way back, wound up losing by two. Tyler Huntley had a big fumble late in the game to seal it for Cleveland. And then last week, they lost by a point again. As a matter of fact, they were down 31-17 to the Packers with about seven minutes to go. And I had Baltimore last week getting five and a half, four and a half, I guess it was. And I thought it was over. I'm like, there's no way they're coming back in this game. It's not going to happen. The Ravens come back. Tyler Hundley plays terrific. They get it to 31-30. They score the two touchdowns. And then Harbaugh, again, give John Harbaugh credit. What a great coach he is. Goes for two. Again, I, I love going for two, but the play call was horrible. They throw the ball to the tight end. Mark Andrews was being double covered in the end zone. How about some kind of RPO run pass option with Tyler Hundley? who played terrific. As a matter of fact, Tyler Huntley looked just as good as Lamar Jackson. That's how good he's been playing. So I love the Ravens getting three here. Cincinnati won last week uh, in an ugly game in Denver against the Broncos. They won that game 15-10. Remember, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt in that game. So who knows? If he doesn't get hurt, maybe the Bengals don't win Don't win that game. The Bengals, even though they're 8-6, have been very up and down. One week, they look terrific when they're blowing out the Pittsburgh Steelers. Another week, they look terrible when they're losing to the Jets. So I, I just can't buy Cincinnati. I don't see the Ravens losing this game. This is a game the Ravens have to have. I think at the end of the day, Baltimore is going to win that division. I understand the three-game losing streak, but again, you, you, when you really examine it, they lost by the three games by a total of four points and two games where they didn't get the two-point conversion at the end to try to win the game. I can't blame them last last week either against the Packers. Who knows? The Packers still might have came back and won, you know, down a point with Aaron Rodgers with 40 seconds left in the game when only needing a field goal. I love the way Hundley's playing. I, you know, I know the Raven defense, the secondary's banged up, but, you know, give me John Harbaugh against Zach Taylor any day of the week. John Harbaugh, look, he's not the best coach in the NFL because that goes to Bill Belichick, but he's certainly – in the top three or four. There's no doubt about it. It's amazing what the Raven organization is. I love Baltimore here. Getting three on the road in Cincinnati. Uh, I look for them to win and take over the lead in the AFC North, which I think they eventually will win. So give me the Ravens plus three in Cincinnati against the Bengals. That's game three. Game four, I'm going back to the Patriots. Now, I remember three weeks ago, I love New England. Uh, in that Monday night game against the uh, the Bills, they wind up winning it by a field goal when Mac Jones winds up throwing three passes in the game. They lose last week to the Colts. Remember, I had the Colts last week. I went against the, the Pats last week. I look good. As Indy winds up winning that game, they were up 17-0 early. The Pats came all the way back to cut it to a three-point game. And I remember Jonathan Taylor in the last two minutes had that big 70-yard run to seal the win for Indy. But now... The Pats leading the division by one game to 9-5 and five right now. Buffalo's 8-6. and six. Buffalo coming off that win at home over Carolina. The Pats are a two-point favorite. They're not losing this game. 
There's no way now that Bill Belichick has the AFC East in his grasp that he's going to let it go. I look for New England to win this game and not lose again in the regular season. I don't know how far they're going to go in the playoffs. I still think we'll see them in the AFC Championship game, probably against Kansas City. That's my prediction. Give me the Pats laying two to beat the Bills again on uh, on Sunday in New England. I, I just, again, to me, the Bills are a bully team. It's a huge game for Buffalo. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you know, everybody, everybody loved the Bills coming into this season. You know, after Buffalo made the big run to the AFC title game last year where they lost to Kansas City, everybody said, Buffalo, this is Buffalo's year. Well, here it is for the Bills. This is it. If the Bills are going to win the division, they got to win this game against New England here on Monday. I don't see it. Give me the Pats. Lay in the two at home. Belichick gets back to a two-game lead in the division. Like I said, I look for New England to win this game. They're only laying two. I mean, maybe they win it by a late Nick Folk, Nick Folk field goal by, by three. We'll see. But, I, again, I think New England wins Monday night against Buffalo, and I don't think you're going to see the Patriots lose another game this year. That's me. That's my prediction. We'll see. Give me New England. Laying two at home Sunday to take control again of the AFC East against the, uh, in my mind, vastly overrated Buffalo Bills. Okay, that's game four. Game five. I was kind of back and forth on what I was going to do for this game. Was I going to go with this team? Was I not? I'm taking the Chiefs at home, laying seven and a half against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the Chiefs are are red hot. What is it? Seven straight wins. They're sitting there at 10 and four. They got the best record right now in the AFC. They're going to win that division. They got a two-game lead. They had that big win uh, last week ago, uh, Thursday, against the Chargers in L.A. They lead the division by two games. They're red hot, and I know they got their COVID issues, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. I understand that, and I understand, you know, it's dangerous, you know, laying these many points against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But Pittsburgh, they won last week in a gutsy win at home against Tennessee. They're still sitting there right in the playoff spot, uh, or right in the playoff mix, I should say, at 7-6-1, and one, only a half game out of the division lead. They still got to play the Ravens again, uh, but I, I, I like the Chiefs here. And the Chiefs have really been doing it with their defense. The defense is what's doing it even more than Mahomes in the offense right now. And I just don't love that Steeler offense. I mean, this is not this is not the Pittsburgh offense of years gone by. You know, they still got a really good defense. They don't necessarily run the ball great. Roethlisberger is not the guy he was, you know, even three years ago. I think Mike Tomlin has done a sensational job. I mean, you 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 want to talk about the coach of the year in the NFL? Mike Tomlin having his team in the position they're in right now at 7-6-1, and one, you got to give him a lot of credit. He is a terrific coach. Look, the Steelers have had nothing but terrific coaches over the last 50 years, from Noel to Cowher to Tomlin. It's always dangerous going against them, but I think the Chiefs are the team. I think the Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl for the third straight year. I think they'll wind up winning the AFC. I think, as I mentioned many times, beating the Patriots in the AFC title game. Give me the Chiefs. Laying seven and a half, kind of a big number, kind of a big number, but give me the Chiefs laying seven and a half at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just don't see, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I could see this game being, I don't know, 14 to six, something like that, where they cover by a half a point, something, 17, I don't know, 17, seven. I just don't see the Steelers scoring a lot in this football game. Give me the Chiefs laying seven and a half at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
on Sunday. Okay, so the Joe Beningo picks for week 16 in the NFL. Give me the Packers on, on Christmas Day, laying seven and a half at home against the Cleveland Browns. Give me the Eagles on Sunday, laying 10 against the woebegone New York football Giants. Give me the Ravens getting three at Cincinnati on Sunday uh, against the Bengals. Give me the Patriots Sunday laying two at home against Buffalo in that showdown in the AFC East. And give me the Chiefs laying seven and a half on Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Joe Beningo Oda Payne podcast, Christmas Eve. Let me get my sponsors in here. Uh, First of all, of course, we'll start off with my good buddy Mike Jones at the Hackensack Brewing Company. You know the deal. Hackensack Brewing Company located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4, Hackensack's Fairmont neighborhood. Don't forget, we're going to do another podcast Friday, January 14th, live podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. J.J. John Jastrzemski is going to be there with me again, so you want to check us out. But go over to Hackensack Brewing Company. The tap room's open from 4.30 to 10 on Monday, uh, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 on Saturday, 12 to 8 on Sundays. Check out my buddy Mike Jones, uh, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. All my buddies at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to them. Then, of course, we got Natural Body. My buddy Steve Calabrese is red hot Miami Dolphins. They've won six in a row. Big game coming up Monday night against the New Orleans Saints. You know how to deal with Natural Body. Um, if you uh, if you uh, enter the coupon code JOEB, you get 10% off your entire order at naturalbodyinc.com. Anybody that makes a purchase at any of the Natural Body stores, Onzo Park, Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, you get a free Natural Body t-shirt valued at 25 bucks while supplies last. Check out Steve. You can email Steve at naturalbodyinc.com. Again, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to all my buddies at Natural Body. Then you have Beach Camera. Uh, my, my buddy Isaac at Beach Camera. Uh, still, you know, you can still check them out today. You still got today to, to shop for tomorrow. Uh, where you can find incredible prices on stunning TVs this holiday season. They're in business for over 30 years. They offer all the top brands, LG, Samsung, Sony. Give Isaac a call at Beach Camera, 732-993-6385. Stop in at 80 Carter Drive, Edison. Let him save you some money this holiday season. Use Joe, use uh, code JOEB for 15 bucks off your order of $100 or more at beachcamera.com. And, of course, finally, my good friends at Anita Tire, my son Johnny, Ari, everybody over there, any check them out. You need tires, any repair work for your car, the whole nine yards. Go see Johnny. Go see Ari. You need a tire. Tell them I sent you. They will take care of you. Westwood Avenue, Rivervale, New Jersey. Johnny's all happy. The Saints have won two in a row. That big shutout win last week over Tampa. Got a big game Monday, uh, even though they're ravaged as well by uh, COVID-19. Like I said, Ian Book is playing. Uh, again, Brady Quinn was not available. Unbelievable. It really is. But a big game against Miami on Monday night. Check out Anita Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey. Okay. Joe Beningo, the Old the Pain podcast, Christmas Eve. As far as the Jets go, they're one point underdogs at home against the, uh, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, everybody's out. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, really, what, they got 19 guys on the COVID list. Really? It's unreal. Uh, who knows? I mean, how can you feel good about this game if you're, if you're a Jet fan? The two starting guards are out. Vera Tucker's out. Uh, Devon A. Tardif is, Tardif is out. You got uh, Jamison Crowder's not playing in this game. I guess he's got a legitimate injury. He's not playing. It's not a COVID thing with him. But you got all these guys on the COVID list. Michael Carter, the defensive back's on the COVID list. 
Uh, Elijah Moore, well, he's out anyway in this game. He's still on the third game of of the uh, the IR that he's on. Uh, you know, you're not the coach is not going to coach. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe Ron Middleton will do a better job than Robert Sala. We'll see. Robert can sit back and watch the game. Maybe get a few pointers from Middleton when he comes back to take over coaching the team again. Spiro Didis is doing the game. We all know how Spiro Didis is like the kiss of death for Jet games, okay? Spiro is 2-9 and nine all-time calling a Jet game. Now, he did the last game they won against Houston. Spiro did the game. So, I mean, he you know, he ended the long snide that he had the Jets on. I think that Spiro will get right back on track as the Jet killer that he is. And I think that's a big factor in this game. I, I just think the Jets are too banged up. I really do. I hope I'm wrong. I want to win. I want to win a game. And they, and we know this. They If they don't win this game, that's it. There's no way to beat in Tampa Bay next week. And there sure as hell is no way to beat in the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo in the last weekend of the season in a game that Buffalo is probably going to need to make the playoffs. So if the Jets are going to win another game this year, this is going to be the one. <clears throat> I'm taking Jacksonville. Maybe the Spiro Adidas thing. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I wonder if Spiro knows that he's the kiss of death for the Jets. I mean, does he know that? I mean, really. I mean, it's unbelievable. I figured he was going to do this game. He always kind of gives Spiro, no offense, Spiro. Uh, you're a terrific announcer. I'm not knocking you in any way. But you always kind of get like the worst game of the week. You know what I mean? With that said, I'm taking the Jaguars. I hope, I, please let me be wrong. Let me be wrong. Let me be wrong. I want to win one more game before the year's over. Hopefully, Zach Wilson has a big game in his showdown against Trevor Lawrence. We'll see. Give me the Jaguars laying the point at MetLife against the Jets. All right. The Joe Beningo Oda Payne podcast. I'm going to wrap up the show. I got a little treat for you here to wrap up the show. My wife's been asking me to do this. My She's laughing. My daughter's been asking me to do this. All right. And in all due respect to Bing Crosby, here is the Joe Beningo rendition of White Christmas. Here we go. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just like the ones I used to know where the treetops glisten and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas with every Christmas card I write. May your days be merry and bright, and may all your Christmases be white. There you go. I did this for my wife. All due respect to the late, great Bing Crosby. Everybody have a tremendous Christmas holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Actually, here in in wonderful New Jersey, in Mawa, New Jersey, there actually is a little snow on the ground here on Christmas Eve morning. How about that? Uh, There goes the golf. Anyway, a little too late for that. Got to get to Florida. Uh, But everybody have a tremendous holiday season. I hope you get everything that you want. Uh, healthy, happy, safe, all of that. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the football. I, of course, will be back on Monday and we'll break down the entire week, uh, the entire weekend in the NFL, the Jet game, the Giant game, the whole nine yards. Again, 
Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Have a great, great, great holiday. All the love, the Joe Beningo Oda Pain podcast. We'll talk to you on Monday. God bless.